I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt. And my name is James Petrogallo. Buckle up for magic tonight. Wow, I love your new slogan. I love that. Buckle up for magic. No, tonight. No, it's only for this movie. Oh, this okay. It's a magical tale of well, horseshit. We, well, we hope that you enjoyed uh, The Wedding Planner Ooh, last week. You didn't enjoy it. Like, you never do. It's it's impossible to enjoy that. Our love costed a thing, a thing or two. It cost me my sanity. That was not good. And a little tiny, tiny piece of my soul, but it's there. But it's about to be taken away because Ooh. here we go. We watched The Bachelor this week, folks, and we're not talking about that TV show. No. We are talking about the movie with Chris O'Donnell and Renee Zellweger. I almost wish. I just. I almost wish it was the TV show. Because Why? I feel like it would have been probably better than this even. I don't know how, but this movie was awful. and I don't see how the show could be any worse. Well, um, this is The Bachelor from 1999, uh, starring Chris O'Donnell and Renee Zellweger. Uh, we're back in San Francisco, which, whoopsie, we didn't mean to do that. We've been trying uh, yeah. to spice it up with you know new ones, uh, old ones, classic ones. Yeah, yeah, we're going with the different years. The, the cities they take place in, I mean, it's they're all in New York and San Francisco, so I, you yeah, know, pretty true. much, so whatever. Our IMDb breakdown, a commitment-phobic man goes in search of a bride, including his fed-up girlfriend, to inherit his grandfather's $100 million inheritance. That's what happened, I guess. But that is what happened. I think it's that's straightforward. Okay, good, good job, IMDb. That's, yeah, we'll take that. At least it's not completely they not the plot that happened. They didn't give away too much, so that's how they got away with this as a description. Yeah, because I could look at this and I could be like, "Wow, no, you guys are totally missing it." Well, it's one of those movies where you hear, you see the that's the you know that's the quick description. You hear a log line and you're like, "Okay, that's, there's conflict there." Yeah, I mean, that's all it is. It's it's a Easily uh, made script, basically. All right, so the movie starts out like most romantic comedies do, but instead, this time, it's the man voiceover. Yeah, we're going to see So we hear some angle. Chris O'Donnell, a.k.a. wannabe Tom Cruise. Is that what he's doing? Tall Tom Cruise. Tall, tall Cruise? Is that yeah, what he's, he's doing? Yeah, he's Tall Cruise. Okay. The whole time he was acting like he was being like that, like, you know, like when uh, Tom Cruise yeah. is being all manic. Over and he's boisterous, like, yeah. smiling. And, yeah. and he's just like, I need to get married today. Like that whole thing. Like, yeah. He sounded like, he sounded like Tom Cruise. Oh, he was trying to go for a cruise. He yeah, was he like, was going want, for a cruise. He's like, I want Cruise's 80s career. So we're calling him Cruise O'Donnell. Oh, okay, man. he's Cruise O'Donnell. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah. He's like, I want cocktail too. Yeah. That's what I'm going yeah, yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, didn't get it. Sorry, Chris. Batman and Robin, it could have been Tom Cruise and then he could have been his sidekick. And that would have been great. Yeah. Tom Cruise can't be a superhero, though, because his sidekick would have to be five foot one. 
Because you can't have a superhero whose sidekick is towering above him. That's just not going to work. You know what? We're losing what we're, we're talking about. We're way off the track. Go ahead. <laughs> we're All way out left field. Is the beginning of the movie? It's wild horses yeah. running. Okay. Yes. And it's wild horses, and it's uh, like some weird like Talking head song like over it, and then it's Cruz O'Donnell's voice, and he's like, "A man is like a wild Mustang." Yeah, he was trying to make these metaphors with the horses. And it this, was so miserable, those metaphors. They beat that horse-man metaphor huh? into the ground. For, and they're a free horse. They beat that dead horse throughout the entire thing. Oh, yeah, they kept bringing they up the Mustang. They it, and then they beat it more. Yeah, they revived it I, just so that they could kill it. I did envy those horses, though, because they were running away from this movie, and I wanted to be among them. I felt like they were running into the movie, because oh, it depends no. on what your perspective... We could Shit. go down a rabbit hole. Let's yeah, not do let's that. let's not do that. Okay. So they all have their own things, right? So Chris O'Donnell's is like a man's like a wild Mustang. Apparently Artie Lang's is like that you guys are all like a, like men are all wolves. Yeah, We're all lone wolves, wolves or yeah, whatever. The, all of these. But everybody animals. has one and they kept bringing it up because he's like, I'm going to be a Mustang. And then uh, Artie Lang's like, or a wolf. And it's like, hey, not the time, Artie. Yeah, that's <laughs> another thing. Artie Lang is in this movie. Yeah. Which I feel so bad for him. I mean, this, Sweet I figure, mom. I figure this is what drove him to his current state of relapse. Yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. he had memories of this movie and had to, had to jam a needle into his arm. He had no choice. Well, I mean, it what is on is HBO Go. What else is going to kill this pain? Yeah, I honestly, don't know. Honestly, of being in this movie. So, yeah, so he's talking about how every man is a wild Mustang and, you know, that they just want to be, you know, free and running, even though they're all free and running in a group. Yeah, they're in a, yeah. But they're, like, with each other. So, like, it's not like you're, like, a lone horse just out, you know. No, yeah. You're an independent horse, I suppose, but not really. But you're still part of a group. You're still part of a group. You're not really an independent woman who don't need no horse. So Cruz O'Donnell now introduces me to a weird thing, and I have to ask you if it's an actual thing. Yeah, what do you got? Okay. So now Cruz O'Donnell is introducing, we're all wild mustangs, we all want to run free. But then there's these natural progressions of things, okay? So then if your girlfriend mentions the F word or future, okay, right? Then that's when they're just like, oh, okay, since she said the F word, now I have to get married. I... You know, I don't know. I mean... That's such, like, a weird exaggeration. Yeah, there was a weird thing in movies and TV shows that were just, like, dudes don't want to get married. Like, they just... It was just this assumed thing for, like, 20 years there where... Yeah. And I don't understand where it came from, and it's not really true. I don't think guys really care. No. They just don't want to... They just want quiet, so... This sequence was so annoying. Yeah. It's like, if marrying you shuts you up, then great. If not, then they don't have to, then you don't have to. That's how a guy's thinking about it. If she's going to break my balls to get married, then I'll marry her. We don't care. We just don't... To us, it's like, well, yeah, who cares? We're having a party over this? Well, what do we care? So the, they're, they're, they're saying, okay, so, so oh, my girlfriend said the F word. Yeah. And then also that factored in... Factor. That's another F word. Um, Ooh, that factored in with... <laughs> I'm just dropping F bombs yeah, on this are. podcast. Yes, you are. Um, so then there's also the uh, bouquet toss. Yes, or all the men fear the bouquet yeah, toss because yeah, yeah. you don't want their girlfriend to, you know, to catch the bouquet because that means... That was that, weird too. That apparently means that you're next. They actually show... Well, I, that's the tradition. That's why you catch it. Oh, you're the next to get married no, or whatever. But the, in this movie, it actually... They showed on several occasions one of these characters' girlfriends catching a bouquet and, and then... then Sequentially, their wedding. Their wedding. So yeah. it's like that. That meant that that was like a, a like a verbal contract of some. Yeah, because I was 
I was, I actually wrote that down is like, is that, is that really a thing? And then I said, do you think that because you caught a bouquet of flowers that that's, that's not a legally binding contract. No, I don't see why that changes whatever relationship you have with your significant other. Because no, it just puts this caught, weird pressure on it. Because but. some drunk lady threw us threw some flowers closer to you than some yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I just sense. didn't understand it because they don't have to marry them if they caught the bouquet. No, but in this movie they do. This yeah, movie and, posits yeah. a lot of weird societal rules that don't exist basically they That's, really exaggerate them. they exaggerate everything in this movie is exaggerated it's a total it's a movie like based on movies and tv shows not yes. based on reality mm-hmm. yeah it's, yeah it's like a mirror that's, of that that's exactly it's, what it is that's the best way to describe it we were definitely on the other side of the looking glass it's a it's this. a piece of shit yeah we'll just say that so they're a little less technical about it yeah <laughs> we're just want to be a little just you know footloose yeah. and fancy free so now we, we meet, um, I guess, so we, we meet Cruz O'Donnell when he's breaking up with one of his girlfriends, or he's trying to. And yeah. he's like, I just, you know, I like you, but I don't think we should see each other. And she's like, okay. Like, you know, so she's super confused. Yeah. But then our girl Renee Zellweger is on the other side of the bench. Like, so they're in like two booths. Him. So yeah. she's like sitting behind him. Back to back. Yeah. And so she's talking to her sister about how she's like a serial dater and she keeps finding these guys and then breaking up with them just like you know using him and abusing him it's okay and yeah that well is not what like saying. no no that is what i don't she's mean saying. it in a bad way but she yeah. just she just you know chews yeah, him up and she's spits like, him i don't out. know yeah, yeah she was saying it like it was a problem yeah she's like oh my god you have to like you're you know you have to stop this addiction to, uh, to, to cocaine you have, yeah. to, you have to stop oh, okay <laughs> yeah no um but like yeah it was just weird because they, it, it seemed like they were they arranged this seating on purpose. Not the director. I mean, like Chris O'Donnell and Renee Zellweg. It was that, very fortunate. The whole thing. Yeah. yeah, a little too. Yeah, a little too fortunate. Because he's breaking up with her, and then like Zell, this this girl Zellweg's trying to like. She's, like, putting her jacket on the back and, like, touching him. Like, nobody does that. Yeah, she, like, basically throws her jacket over his shoulder. No, you put your jacket right next to you and you're, like... Yeah, like, that she was didn't a weird care. Move. It just seems super set up. And then also the way that they mouth to each other, they were, like, I really enjoyed having lunch with you. She's, like, we should do this again sometime. Is that what they were mouthing? Yeah. I seriously had no goddamn idea what they were yeah, mouthing. Yeah, I, I had to pause it and rewind it. Okay. And I was, like, I remember okay. you doing that and I, I was, I'm happy you figured it out because I couldn't break the code. I was just, like, So ah, I was, I like, did care. they set this up? Like, did they plan on, like, being there and break, like, I'm going to break up with this girl yeah. and you're going to have the chat with your, your, your it sister It seems like this. it, yeah. And she was feeding, she, he was just repeating words that she was saying. Like, he wasn't, yeah. that, which was a weird They were both angle. having the same problem. Yeah, I don't know what the hell But apparently on. ever since they, you know, they met that wonderful day at Fate. the, Boom. yeah, whatever, they got sparks are flying, they're, you know, going to people's weddings and laughing and always it's, yeah. touching noses and kissing each other lightly and smiling a lot. Mm. No, Yay. life is good. That, that was it. That was the. I would spark love to see that, a realistic montage of like him, him watching television and like her picking out paint swatches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about this one? No, only the and exciting stuff. He just like stuff. looks dead inside. Yeah, well, no, only the exciting stuff. Yeah, not, not him. Yeah, not him contemplating suicide. But then also her contemplating suicide. Oh yeah, but no, both of them would be miserable. I feel like because these two, they're both awful people. As yeah, we're they're terrible. Here in the body of the movie. 
Um, so I guess Renee Zellweg, it's been like a year. Why does Cruz O'Donnell have all those pictures of his ex-girlfriends? It was weird. I, I don't know what, I don't know why that, this guy does most of the things he does in this movie. I really has, don't. I'm okay. confused. I'm yeah. a little alarmed. I have no idea. He has a shoebox. Yeah. Filled with pictures oh, yeah. of his ex-girlfriends. I and don't like, get that not either. like the one that, you know, he really, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. multiple girls. I have no idea why. He's, yeah, it's not some girl he longs for in the back of his closet or something. This is like everybody he's longs ever dated. Longs for in the back of the closet? I don't know. Some weird thing he's got going with some chick from the eighth grade or something. I have no idea. Because it was weird that he like he like fastened it like closed, you know, like... Mm. He and collects he like, them. And then he put it in the back of the closet like all weird. I was like, what are you doing? He collects them like baseball cards. With the, like, oh, I, I bang that girl and I bang that girl. And then he can look at them and have some sort he of He seemed weird... to have so many girlfriends. He's pre-serial killer, basically. He's, he's like, these are my trophies. Yeah. He's probably got little things from them. Well, he is Cruz O'Donnell. Yeah. He's going to take Zellweger's ear one of these days, I have a feeling. So <laughs> that, She was right. Like she was toe, right maybe. to try to get away from him. I agree. So we're talking, uh, we got Cruz O'Donnell talking to his grandfather, and the grandpa's basically talking him into marriage, I guess. He's telling him he has to get married and he has to have kids. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. So Cruz O'Donnell tells him. Yeah. Hi, I, I, I you know, Renee Zellweger caught the bouquet, now I got to get married to yeah. her. Yeah. He tells her good, he tells him good. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do. And he takes the bullhorn and says, procreate. In his face. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, he said procreate with a bullhorn. Oh, that made it so much weirder. Yeah, he was telling him. He said I already thought it was really weird. He was pissed at 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 Cruz O'Donnell's father for not giving him more grandchildren. Oh, remember he was mad. He's like, he only gave me one. And O'Donnell's like, well, yeah, he died in a building collapse. And yeah, yeah, always have excuses. Bullshit comedy. This this comedy in this movie is awful. It really is. Oh, it's terrible. This was a comedy. That was a joke. That was supposed to be a punchline. Because right it's, it's a shit joke. It's, it's not awful. your fault. It really is a shit joke. I would like to talk about something. Hmm. Don't listen to Grandpa's advice about life, about anything, because he puts a cold steak on the cold grill. Yeah, I didn't hear one sizzle at all. He just threw it. And it didn't look seasoned at all. By no, he just no, throws like no it looks on it, yeah, no previously uh, frozen. And he just like plopped it. Yeah, it was a good thick T-bone too, other than that. But it's a, he's got a cold grill he just tosses he it just on. doesn't like wipe his hand on like a nope. napkin or anything. Now nope. he's just touching raw meat. And then he picks up his bullhorn later on. He's going to pick that bullhorn Ugh. back up. E. coli, boom. Yeah. Down. So now we've got Cruz O'Donnell... And he's like, I made reservations at the Starlight Room. Yes. With Zellweg. That's the place. Apparently that's the place. That's where you go to get engaged. Only to pop the question. To your girlfriend. You can stand in the corner and just watch rings opening all across the all I wonder if you just went there by yourself would someone just propose to you I think they would I think they'd have to one like a, a member of the wait staff if there was a single member of the wait staff it'd be like well oh. I assume that there would be a, a man walking around like you know a man walking around looking for someone to propose to well if there's a single waitress there then she has to accept it that's the way the story no, 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 no. works sorry Single girls can come in. Single guys can come oh, in. Also, couples look. can come in. Gotcha, I gotcha. We don't fraternize with the wait staff. Uh, well, I'm just they're saying, if nobody else is there, that, well, you know what? They're, they'll take care of all of your needs, though. This is the goddamn Starlight Room. This isn't well, the fucking... She's to celebrate and work. This isn't the goddamn difficult. Arby's. Do you understand? This is the Starlight Room. If she has to get married, 
She has to get married to satisfy the customer's needs. If some waiter has to marry some You're crusty right. old lady, that gets you a five star on Yelp. That'll get you a five star on Yelp, and you know what? You're in then. That's the, yep. you want to make those. Get, I think you get a Michelin star by doing that. You want to make those tips on a Friday night. This is what you have to do to go through it. Starlight Room isn't cheap. Yeah, that's right. So now we're at the Starlight Room, mm-hmm. and there is a receiving line of gentlemen. They're all like you know chewing gum and sweating and wiping their faces because yeah. They don't, they don't want to get engaged, but they're doing it. Like, don't you have to get engaged if you don't want to? I don't know if it's not they don't want to. I think they're nervous. Oh, they're nervous about them saying they're no? They're nervous about the, yeah, asking. Yeah, well, if, you, if you're going to buy a ring and take a girl out to an expensive place, you know, with a, such a high, a high standard of service like we've discussed, you're going to pop the question. But it seems what like if she the, says no? the risk percentage of no is pretty low because well, Chris o, Cruz O'Donnell, yeah. he's a talker on town now. See, listen, I, I, I never understand in movies why guys are always so nervous about proposing because I always feel like if you're nervous about proposing, like you're not 100% positive that this is going to go well, you shouldn't fucking be proposing at that point. That's what I'm saying. Don't propose until you're positive that you're pretty sure of it. You're 99% sure of it. I could see being like, oh, wow, I hope this doesn't like freak her out or something. But yeah. you know the other person. Do these people talk to each other? What the hell kind of relationships Just do these like people Tommy have? like Tommy Jonigan, he said that he, yeah. got, he got a ring... And He's then, a comedian, uh, by the way. Yeah, Tommy Johnigan's a comedian, and he said that he, he bought a ring for his girlfriend and proposed to her, and then she said no. And she, like, she broke up with him and then gave it back. Yeah. And and then he's like, well, that's good, right? His friend's like, that's good, right? You, you, get, the, you get the money. And he's like, yeah, I didn't try to buy my girlfriend a ring so I can check out my awesome return policy. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. All these girls are coming in, and Cruz O'Donnell is like, oh, my God, where's Zellweg? I hope she... Stands, I hope she doesn't stand me up this one time. Like, I, yeah, you guys have been dating why? for three fucking years, and like now all of a sudden she's going to stand you up. Yeah, I assume that's because she knows what the starlight room means, and so if she stood him up, then that means that she didn't want to be proposed to. I suppose. Yeah, I guess. I, I'm trying to get into the psychology of this movie, so that's that's a just a futile task. Yeah, so never but mind. he didn't even buy a ring; he just has his grandma's ring. Yeah, his grandpa his, just gave it to him. Yeah, well, I mean that's that's a nice thing though. I guess, isn't it? I don't know. What do you want? What do you want from us? I don't know. Do you want a dead lady's ring or do you want to buy it? You want us to go buy a new one? What are I don't we, what want are you a dead lady's for? ring. I don't need that much. You could put a bread tie on my What if finger? it's a big diamond? Care. That's not okay with you then? Have you no, I'd be so lady's? worried about breaking it. Okay. Well, I don't know what... Know what you want. We don't know what you want. That's the I, thing. I we think no I idea. tell everybody. You, I know what you. I know what you want, but I'm saying what you as in women in general. We, oh. don't, we don't know. We're trying. No, you're not. We're all trying. We really are. We're all trying our best. So Cruz O'Donnell starts to awkwardly propose to the Zellweg. Yeah. Right? So he's doing this whole, like, men are actually wild Mustangs, and you come to a crossroads in your life where you're like, okay, do I take the wild Mustang path or do I go the other way? And, and he's like, so you win. Yeah. He's like verbally accosting the singer. He's like telling her to go away. It's like oh, a nice yeah. romantic the big, room. The big and, singer that came up. Well, yeah. she, she was just like right over them while he's trying to give his like pre-proposal speech. That's so true. So that was fine. And he's just like, he's like, can you go away, please? And I get it. She's singing like right in his ear. Yeah. But it's... <laughs> That's what they like. Ref- they, like people reference that because I was wondering. I'm like, why was that necessary to the plot? So, and yeah. when he's the talk around town, like I heard that you said this to the singer and blah blah blah. And he's like, she was right in my face. Like they just they were like, how can we make every single scenario go wrong? Like let's yeah. have him yell at the singer. It's like, everything. Yeah. Every every how can we have every interaction be as awkward right. as possible? 
Yeah. So he says, like, so basically the proposal is, so you win. Like, I'm not going to choose the wild Mustang life. Instead, I'm going to hang out with you. You you win was the, that was That the, was the line. That it was wasn't like, line. will you marry me? It was, so you win. He said, so you win. And that was, that was like the proposal. And he thought that was like a big yeah. romantic gesture. And no, I was like, no not really, dude. Yeah. And so Zellweg is mad. She starts yelling in the middle of the restaurant. And so everyone's kind of like, oh, my goodness, not in the starlight room. You win is not the best proposal. That's not great. That's not great. A lot of times I'll be like, oh, come on, he's trying his best or whatever. But no, you win is just, if you've been on Earth for 10 minutes, you know that that's not the correct way to propose fucking marriage to a a human woman. Not in the starlight (laughs) room. It's just not how you do it. Not in the starlight room. Especially not in the starlight room. (laughs) You do not. Propose in a disrespectful manner in the starlight room. Yeah. No. You act like you're proposing to the starlight room. That's right. You, act, <laughs> you have some goddamn respect yeah. in the starlight room. Yeah. It's yeah. The starlight room. All right. All right. So Zellweg is mad. Uh, Cruz O'Donnell is trying to apologize to her, sends her like eight million roses. Yeah, this is, they show like her. a montage of, I don't know how much time goes by. It looks like weeks. Right? I assume it's an inordinate amount of time. Weeks go by where she won't talk to him, but he he sends her a dozen roses every day, and he calls and her she, constantly. She's setting up all these roses in vases. Everywhere. Let's settle this. It's vase. Yeah, I'll go with that. Sure. All right. So she's settling all these roses. She's <laughs> putting win. all these roses in, in vases. That's not romantic. Yeah. And I was upset with her because I was like, if you're not accepting his phone calls, mm-hmm. you should not accept his gifts. Yeah, I agree. I mean, is it different with flower? If it's is it different with a live something like a well, flower is a gesture as well as a phone call, ladies. They're no, both I'm, gestures. I'm, sure, they they could just also not call you. Yeah, well, that's just the thing too. Back then, it was much harder to bother someone because yeah. they could just go outside and then that. Now was you it. can tweet at them, oh, Facebook you, message them, text, text them, them this Snapchat was, them. You called their house if they were literally outside. That was they didn't care. They In the bathroom. <laughs> Gone. Sorry. Don't didn't know what happened. You're not even bothering them at that point. They're not even there. It doesn't matter. And they can't even like look up how no. to I think in the in ninety nine you probably could. Could look up what? You could look up like who called you start. Oh yeah, you know, you yeah, can yeah. call her ID. They had call her ID, yeah. but still, it was. I mean, you could just be out, and then they wouldn't bother you all night because you weren't there to get bothered. It's, yeah, that's tremendous. So apparently, everybody we see Cruz O'Donnell. He's at one of the flower shops, and everybody knows about his little fiasco. Oh, it's all around town. Yeah, he's like, oh my god, how did you hear of that? And all these guys in the flower shop are like, well, my wife said that this happened, and blah blah blah. And yeah. I was like, okay. That's fucking rude. The whole thing's so stupid. That's so offensive. Like well, anyone, my wife said this. Like, like we're all a bunch of oh, gossips. Yeah. No, this movie is as in, again as we've said before. This movie is insulting to all genders involved. Yeah, it's insulting everybody. to everybody. Um, again, uh, so far, by the way, they're in San Francisco. We're about twenty-five minutes into this movie. Yeah, they're in San Francisco, and I have seen exactly one black person. One, actually two, because in the, when they had yeah. the receiving line at the at the restaurant, yep. there was a black guy waiting for his girlfriend, and that was the only, and that was only to show diversity in the whole the thing. The singer that was, was black. This, oh, that's right, the singer was black. Yeah, but there, there was, was a couple more black people in that room. No, that was in it. the starlight room. I don't feel like there was any in the starlight room. I will watch this again. Uh, I will find please, it. And I will show you. Let's not. So, uh, Grandpa's dead. Grandpa's dead now. Oh, boohoo. Right? Yeah, Grandpa dies. Grandpa dies, and uh, Cruz O'Donnell's a little bit broken up about it. 
Zellweg yeah. shows up and brings him. Well, because I guess he's basically his dad. He's his only family. So yeah. He's got the only member of his family remaining. Zell, yeah. Very importantly, his grandfather's sole heir. But his grandfather's a crotchety old man that sits on the porch and cooks steaks poorly, right? So what does that matter? Yeah, with totally. Who, yeah, who cares? And he runs like a billiard shop. Anyway, yeah, big deal. Zellweg shows up and she brings the flowers that he paid for. That's yeah. not nice. Gives them back to him. Yeah. I was like, you are a jerk, yeah. Zellweg. Like, just because you didn't like the way that you got proposed to? Like, who cares? Do you think Get she just it. scribbled out his message in the card yeah. and wrote, sorry, sorry about your about grandpa? Your grandpa. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Zellweg's. Yeah. XOXO. Yeah. Z. Z. Out. So now that we find out. Um, that Cruz O'Donnell's grandfather was worth a hundred million dollars. Yes, he has a video will, which was all the rage in the 80s and 90s yeah. in a TV show. I've never once known anyone with a video will, ever. Have you? I kind of want to make one now. I need to make a video will, and I pray that whoever dies in my family have a video will. I want I, someone you know to what call I want? me in. I want the video will and I want the lawyer from Always Sunny to yeah, read it. That's, well, I mean, that that was Always Sunny's always making fun of 80s and yeah. 90s TV shit. And I th- that's what they yeah. were doing there, obviously, was making yeah. fun of that being so prevalent. But yeah. it's ridiculous. The, you know, And they also make fun of it because it's kind of like Brewster's Millions, yeah. which they reference in this movie. Yeah. And he says, I have $100 million, and then they give him the caveat. He says, it's like Brewster's Millions. Stop mentioning better movies yeah, in your shitty movies. So I, w- I just wanted to watch that. Yeah, this is a movie with Richard Pryor and John Candy in it. I go, well, yeah. that's much better. Yeah, that's that's funny. I don't want to watch this pile of shit anymore. What do I have, Chris O'Donnell and poor Artie Lang? And Artie <laughs> Lang's funny. He's a very talented He's guy. Good. But holy shit, when you give him this material, what's he supposed to do with it? They're like, you're a fat guy. Rip open Reese's Pieces and have them fly all over the place and look like you don't understand how it happened. That's a joke. Because <laughs> that's what happens at one point yeah, in the movie. That's a-, <laughs> that's a joke. Here, you fat fuck. There's your fucking joke. Like, it's pathetic. Give him something to work with. <laughs> that's He's a so true. comedic talent, that's for Christ's so sake. That's so true. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Okay. All right. You guys will hear me say in this tone a lot during this movie 100 million dollars okay yes 100 it's million it's ridiculous dollars. by the way i'm sorry 100 million dollars we're going to call that number 1 the the don't mention a better movie that's high rule number 1 oh yeah that's going to be rule 1 it's a high rule it's the high high rule high rule number 1 oh okay yes all if, right all you right you can come up with a better play on words that's all well, i have right now off the top of my head but that's rule number 1 it's a high rule high rule okay high gruel. As in Heigl. So here are the rules to uh, whether or not he'll inherit $100 million, okay? Let's do it. He has to be married by his 30th birthday. Yes. Which sucks for him if Grandpa chose to croak in like two weeks. Thank you. It's his, yeah, because it's a big, big shocker. His 30th birthday is tomorrow. What if his grandfather died later? Was he going to so have to remake what, the tape? What? Oh my gosh. Would they have just Cruz done O'Donnell some really is a killer. He killed his grandfather. Oh, he knew. He knew. He knew. I like this movie much better. All those pictures—they were of girls that are no longer with us. <gasps> oh my God! There's oh a, my God! He, no, deep. we meet that. Well, no, we we meet some of them. We this don't meet all deep. of them. Yeah, those are the ones that he couldn't get for whatever reason. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh this no. Is all right, oh, I have Zellweger. to do a lot of research on this. Poor though. Zellweger. Oh. Poor Zellweger. She's gone. So he has to be married by the time he's thirty. And at 6.05 p.m. on his 30th birthday, they have to stay married for 10 years and they can only spend one night apart. Don't you start on me with this one. And they have to have two genetic offspring. Yes. Okay? Now, 
Oh, yeah. And if they get divorced, they can get divorced after 10 years, and she'll get her even split, no problem. Yeah. Go ahead. What, and how ridiculous this is? Yes. How much of a stupid fucking One movie? night apart a month? What are you talking about? Oh, the one night apart per month. Yeah, that's... that's... What if they go out of town? What if, like, one of them... That's what I mean. What if one of them has a, a thing and the other one has something for their business? Or they, One night she a month a, out yeah. of town. That's, that's really not asking for much. What if one of them is in the hospital? That's what I was And you're thinking. not allowed to be there because they're on, on a ventilator. Then what happens? What, you lose the bet or whatever the hell this is? You I got to hang out of the hospital inheritance? with you. <laughs> Hold on, I have to sleep on the floor here by your machines. Yeah, otherwise my not, grandpa's going to be mad. I'll try not to knock the plug out. I get it, and you don't want to disturb the spirits and stuff, but who gives a shit? You don't want your to grandpa's dis- not going to know. Listen, you don't want to be disturbing the spirits. But Who's yeah. going to come check on you, and who are they going to report to? That's a good point, yeah. On yeah. whose authority? Who's Who the checking? grandpa? Ed Asner's the one who's like executing this, it seems and like. And another old guy. And they're like, oh my God, you definitely have to. And it's, it's yeah. two old white guys that are, facil- you know, like you have to get married. Like they're, you know, that's what that Yeah, Ed Asner and Mark Twain there. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah what he they were. looks so much like Mark yeah, Twain. Yeah, I think he played a Mark Twain a couple of times. Yeah, I'm sure he yeah. did. But I just didn't understand because... Yeah, there's no one who's like, what are they... He's introducing it to a lot of different people. And he's like, well, he's like telling them the rules. But... I, I guess I would be the only girl that would be like, but like, who is checking in on that? That's what I mean. Who, what are we talking about? Is there a monitor involved in this? Do we have do a we have seat? to be videotaped? Is there a guy with like a little earpiece that's reporting everything back yeah. to us? Are we, what, how does this work? And who do they report to? That's what I want to know. At Asner. You can't check in with your grandpa. At Asner's the guy. At Asner, like, how, he could just fudge the numbers. Yeah, sure, they stayed together. Yeah, that's scared. what I mean. It's Ed Asner. What does he give a shit? He looks... I, I, is a care. parole officer come and check the link, yeah. whatever? Well, I guess. You, I don't understand how anyone would know where you stay as opposed to your wife or husband. I, I don't know how that would be. Yeah. Uh, it's so stupid. The Can rules somebody are tell me asinine. how the final wishes go and what the what the um, the consequences are if you don't find them, if you don't follow them. If you don't adhere to your family's dying wishes, what are the consequences? Yeah. Because I'm kind of seeing that that's not really... And what kind of power does Ed Asner have to step in in this situation and and oversee? Well, it's just like, like, yes, I love you, that dumb movie, which we'll go over that one. Oh, Jesus. I know we will someday, and that's... Believe me, it hurts. Yeah, it does hurt. And I won't ruin it now. So anyway, those are the things. they got to have two genetic offspring. They don't care if they're a boy or girl. He obviously would prefer one boy, one girl, but that's fine. So what I don't understand is that now he's like, oh shit, I gotta find, and he just got back in good graces with Renee Zellweger, like right yeah. when he's finding out this information. Because the grandfather died. Yeah. So she came back in and. Yeah, you know, and she's like, a, the door's not closed. They had a cutesy, yeah. stupid exchange, of course, like yeah. this movie is written, God, by children on toilet paper, I swear to God, in crayon. <laughs> and then the toilet paper's half eaten. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's like drool on it and pieces of booger. Ew. All right, so here's what I don't understand. This, and I'm going to say this a lot. So now he's all mad because he's like, great, I, I got to go. And I got to try to propose to Renee Zellweger, mm-hmm. and she's going to be mad at me, and I just got in her good graces. Here's the deal. All he has to do is just say, hi. Yeah. I really, I know that you think I'm a weird commitment phobe. I actually really do love you, and I want to marry you. I'm getting $100 million dollars. But- I have to get married. I'll give you a nice wedding next year. But no one can speak to each other in this movie. This is another one like the yeah. wedding planner when they were all talking saying she's engaged and she just couldn't go. No, no, no. I'm not engaged to anybody. No one can speak in these movies. They all yeah. just have to. There's like this weird 
the sitcom thing that they all have where there's this thing. I can't tell her that. Why? For what? Why can't you tell her that? You know this person. You're going to marry them. You have sex with this person. You you can't talk to them. Not as regularly, but you used to be regularly. Here's another thing, too. When he's rich now, Mm -hmm. after the the settlement deal, he starts riding around in a limo, going all over town in a limo, once he immediately upon the will. And Artie Lang is his limo driver. Why? That's your friend. I don't think Artie Lang is the limo driver. I think that Artie Lang volunteered to be the limo driver. I don't know. I would... it seems like he's making Artie Lang like work for him. Well, because the limo driver, they turned it into because he remember he intercepted her at the helipad. Yeah. Because she's apparently on hot assignment in Athens. Um, no, who knows what the fuck she does? Yeah, we never find. But out. she's on hot assignment, and so uh, Cruz O'Donnell just missed her, and he has to go and get her. So what he did is he wore like a fresh tux, and he yeah. got like the ring and everything. I know. And the limo was a just married limo. I know. And so Artie Lang was just like. I'll but do it because there's we don't have for the, time for the we rest of go. the movie. He's he's his lackey. He's his yeah. like lackey. He drives him around yeah. in the limo and all that. Yeah. So, I mean, he hires. Have the fat funny guy be your driver. Yeah. I realize that, but it, in in like in Brewster's Millions, the much better film, Richard Pryor was John Candy's guy, but John Candy didn't have to do anything for him. He didn't. John what, Candy's great. He didn't make Richard Pryor didn't make John Candy his lackey at that point. He was just his friend that hung out with him, and I then know, he hired but, a bunch of other guys. But this guy, Arnie guy not and, related to him. He works for him. But he doesn't work for him. He does something else. So he should be hanging. No, he works at that company. Oh, does he? Yeah, but yeah. they're like buddies. They shouldn't be having him drive. That's why they're... he wants him to get married so bad because yeah. he's like, I, I'm going to lose my house. Too. But well, no, he was going to lose his house yeah. because everybody's going to lose their jobs. That's true. But I so don't he get. He was pissed off at him, and he's like, think about all of us. If he got all that money, I and mean, why doesn't he just have his friend come hang out in the back of the limo and have somebody else Artie drive? Lang? Well, you can't bring a lady back there after you got engaged with Artie Lang back there. Well, I'll tell Artie to take a cab at that point. <laughs> Artie, hold on here. I know you came in the limo, but I got a girl and I just proposed to her. So, you know, here's some cab fare. Take a hike. I'm going to give her the old brajol. Yeah, he just spilled some some Reese's Pieces all over himself and that would have been the end of it. And then slipped and then fell down the hill. Exactly. Whoop! Whoop, there you go. So Zellweg is so upset because he's proposing to her terribly again. And she's like quizzing him she's like oh yeah you want to do this you want to have kids and you want whatever and he starts staring off into the distance and she's like there's that face or you know whatever and why wouldn't you just be like hey i'm gonna get a hundred million dollars what the fuck is wrong with this person talk to her you fucking shitty robin talk to her i was so upset The whole movie, the whole rest of the movie, it might as well just be like, why have you not brought up the money yet? Because this movie, we find out a half hour in about the money and the, and the whole situation where he has to get married. The movie should have been 33 minutes long because it should have taken him maybe three minutes to just talk to her and that would have been that. That should be the entire movie in reality. I'll give you a nice wedding next year. Yeah, exactly. Well, nice next year. We'll go wherever you want. You can invite all your girlfriends and dress them up shittily shitty I'll so they pay look, for you guys to go yeah, on a cruise or so something like that so they look like worse that. than you do the whole deal knock yourself yeah. out it's all on me beautiful but right now we need to go to the justice of the peace and we need to no, sign a piece a, of fucking paper with them. either way we need to sign a piece of paper and we need to Which, get this shit together by the way never mind we'll get to it at the end yeah 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 uh, so now the workmates are <laughs> his proposal <laughs> just uh, what he needs to say to her yeah. Just look. He just needs to go, hey. We're going to get married eventually. We are going to get married. Eventually, okay? you know we're going to get married. This We've been together for a long time. We're going back and forth. When we do, would you like to have $100 million or not? Yeah. <laughs> if so, 
Let us get married right now. If not, then let's keep with this stupid bullshit back and forth charade and then we'll get married and be poor. How's that sound? You yeah. fucking idiot. Yeah. You squinty-eyed asshole. million dollars. Yes. Oh, my God. Sorry. hundred million. Answer me, you squinty bitch. Jesus. So the workmates are upset. Artie Lang and, you know, Ed Asner and Mark Twain, they're all upset and they want... They just want him to get married to any one of his ex-girlfriends. Anybody. And what does he do? Yeah. He just shows up. To every one to of their, their jobs. Work. All of their jobs. No Hi, phone call nice ahead of time. nice to hear from you. Again, I'm at work right now. Like, Yeah, can't really talk at the moment. But yeah. you know, maybe if you had called me and maybe asked me out to coffee or something, we could have caught up and you could have learned that I'm not interested in marrying you yeah. rather than coming to my job. Well, I guess... And conveniently, they're all working at that same time. They're all working. The whole thing is so stupid. Yeah, they're all working. So we got, hmm. we got all the all the different girls. We got all the different girls. But in the meanwhile, in the meanwhile, parallel to this, you mm-hmm. know, him trying to go find anybody, uh, we find out that Zellweg doesn't actually go on her work assignment. She comes home, makes herself a nice bowl of flakes, uh, raw egg, and some prune juice. Yeah, she's not. Her whole thing is she's so angry. She's just putting shit in a bowl and not paying attention. And then she takes a bite. And she's like, "Ah, hey, what did I make?" Uh, who, you know no what one, that you know what that looks like and tastes like. Yeah, like, people I, don't do that. Yeah, if you're distracted, maybe you just dump a little bit too much milk in your bowl. Yeah, maybe you dump it on the side and not in the bowl, and you're like, "Oh man." Yeah, you, you don't, don't make just, a like go stupid cornflake and prune juice and egg salad, and then sit there and go, <laughs> "What happened? I thought this would be good. I didn't realize what I was making." So now Artie Lang and Cruz O'Donnell are going through the Rolodex shoebox of ex-girlfriends. I don't know why Artie Lang has any say in any of them. He, he needs a lackey. Be, he should not be judging anybody by their looks. High rule number two. Thou shalt have a lackey. They all have are lackeys. Are making these religious now? It doesn't matter. They'll have, it's a commandment. It's not even a rule. It's a high high. It's a rom-com There you go. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you. See, I told you you'd come up with something. I always that. come up with you're good the, ones. Yes, you're the wordplay person here. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm good for pure rage. So now, so now we meet all of his ex-girlfriends. Okay, one of them is a stockbroker, and she's all high-strung and like, you know, bye, 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 sell, 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 sell. Yeah, all career. Turns out she's super engaged. Yes. Okay? And it's so funny because Artie Lang's like, Oh, is she engaged or married? Yeah, which one? Because if she's engaged, you know, you can still get her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we also have an artist lady who just, like, is obsessed with him. Yeah, she's, like, creepy and And, and then stalky. she's like, oh, what happened to Anne or whatever, Renee Zellweger? And he's like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, I'm just so honored that I'm third on your list. Well, she was saying that sarcastically, but then she was no, like, No, because okay. she was like... I thought she was still no, into him. No, because she though. was like, thank you so much, I'm honored. Okay, well, I thought that was being sarcastic. Jesus, this movie's right. See, the writing is in this is It eluded you. I have no yeah. idea. Then there's the diva, which is Mariah Carey at her most Mariah Carey. Yeah, she's like in an opera. This is 99 Mariah Carey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah her head she's... was the size of a watermelon. It was enormous. Yeah, she's in an opera and she's all dramatic and whatever. Hmm. And she says to, you know, what's his name? Cruz O'Donnell. Cruz O'Donnell. She's like, I just remember we hooked up a couple of times. I didn't think we were actually dating. I'm like, damn, you just got heigled. Yeah, she, he got heigled big time. Yeah, he got he heigled knows, big time. <laughs> what other stereotypes did he deal with? There was a cop. There was, a, there was the uh, incredibly smart one, a.k.a. Construction Sarah Silverman. worker, an Indian, I believe. No, uh, this is not the YMCA. Right? I believe. It was, it was just all village people characters? No, you it's to not see the, the village women. people. Okay. 
There's the incredibly smart one, which is Sarah Silverman. She's the eternal student. Oh, yes. And yes. my favorite thing um, is, so she says that there is an implication, like that marriage is so terrible because it's an exchanging of property or whatever, yeah. money for property, yeah. which whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so she says that there's a symbolism in giving flowers. Because he's bought, how many, how many bouquets has he bought? Oh, Christ, today? this guy's. Couldn't... He gets a new bouquet for every girl. I don't know how many flowers this guy goes through, but he's got to have the flower guy like on standby. Just he seemed to be very friendly with him. Yeah, well, Christ, he should be. He's in there every day with flowers. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine the kind of money he's in there. So um, he's so spending she... in this place. It's yeah, be exactly. Well, he probably pays their rent. Uh, yeah. Um, so she says that there's an implication with being given flowers. And then it's an implication of vagina because, like, the rose is like the vagina of the flower or yeah. something like that, whatever. She gets deep with, with vaginas and flowers. And it's just like, that's not necessary. Mm-mm. I get it that you're trying to be, you're trying to make that character, but hardcore. that's weird. Yeah, trying to make her all hardcore feminist intellectual. When yeah. They just made her, like, an, a very, like, unrealistic character. Like, wh- at what point would Chris O'Donnell and her have been a thing? I'm wondering that as well. What, what did they have in common when they no. met? How did that relationship progress? Cruz O'Donnell with my favorite line in this movie is, I don't want your vagina. I just want to marry you. I like how he was shaking the flowers yeah, out. Yeah, at the end of it, he shook the flowers out. Or like, you want You want these this? goddamn flowers? <laughs> yeah, I, I like when someone tries to give someone flowers in a threatening manner. I, I feel like that. It was my favorite line. Funny. He's like, yeah. I don't want your vagina. I just want you to marry me. Like, I was like, oh my God, that is hilarious. That's my favorite that, line in the whole world. That was the move. That was the point in the movie where I actually sat back and thought, this movie knows it sucks. Yeah. It knows it sucks. It's actually, which, you know, makes mm-hmm. it a little refreshing in the whole thing. But it's like, we're all committed to it. So yeah. well, here we go. We're There's... still, we all said we were going to make it. So yeah. we have to do it. So you guys might as well watch it. That's exactly. Like. It's just, let's do this. There's the cop who slaps him you know for even asking because now all of a sudden he's bringing up the money yeah with the ex-girlfriends well i mean how else would you get them yeah he's like look this is why i need to ask you this yeah. right away and blah 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 yeah and they're all angry so at that, him yeah there's yeah because like, you're denying me of true love and you're denying it's like you're gonna get 50 million dollars in, in yeah, 10 years relax yeah calm down what do you got going on you know what yeah. I mean? none of these women look like they had anything no offense to them but they just they all seem like they were just going to their doing their jobs and, and and not spending a night apart doesn't mean that you have to be awake get yourself put in a coma it doesn't matter that's what I mean but get yourself put in a coma for 10 years you wake up you feel refreshed you have no idea who these kids are you're just like how's it going I'm out every girl they go to is more and more and more ridiculous because it's yeah. like it's more oh now this one's a cop everyone's like it's like a, it's like a, a guess who board it's, of women it's, yeah I was like, like it's so, all it's it's every single yeah. stereotype of every girl he's just missing an Asian that's the only thing yeah. I can see is any Asian um, I will commend him for this because he does study like what each girl is interested in before he goes. Yeah. Because he's talking about like spices or vegetables and whatever and he meets up with his ex-girlfriend who is a chef. Yeah, one's and, a chef, one's a cop, one's an artist, yeah, one's, one's a singer. Old, one's yeah, one's old money. Yeah. yeah, it's so um, stupid. But the chef one, she's going on and on about like, I really want to start my own restaurant. This will be great. You know, da 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 And I don't know why he didn't just stick with her. She makes good food. She wants to start her own restaurant, and so she's like, work, I don't care about this. Like, And she'll work like 17, 18 hours a day if she's yeah. going to start her. You never have to see this person. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I don't get that either. I didn't get why that one was... That she's the perfect one. I thought so, too. They could and have she, a business partnership. Look, yeah. I work here. I do this. You we can start, make more money. You fund my restaurant. I'm there all the time. I do my thing. You do your thing. Everybody's happy. Boom. Yeah. 
I, I was so upset. Knock that her we up didn't a couple her. of times, and that's it. You got yourself a oh. movie. Boom. Oh, hundred yeah. million. Yeah. yeah, you guys got you guys got that's yourself it. a cool hundred million. Yeah. I was so disturbed by that. I was like, yeah. she's the perfect one because she was totally on board. Just because she talks about vegetables a little bit too much, like she's not talking about having sex with the vegetables. No. She's just talking about like how she wants to make new she's, things. She's passionate about her food. Yeah, she was the one that had a business. She's like, oh, cool. Yeah, this is awesome. So I, I've actually always wanted to start my own restaurant. You know, whatever, yeah, and, and then, it's like, this is your dream girl. I, I thought that was ridiculous. This whole movie, none of this is realistic. Every yeah. scene, nothing goes as it would in real life. Yeah. It's like they took it and they said, what would happen in real life? Well, the Brooke Shields one was actually quite realistic. That was fine, yeah. Brooke, they, yeah. So they have, we have the old money girlfriend. Yeah. And her name is Buckley or Barkley or whatever the fuck. And I her, think it's Buckley. Her family has been slowly losing their influence and fortune, basically. So and, she's only doing this for the money. Yeah. And the old guys didn't give her the rules quite as they are. So yeah. They were like, you don't have to have any kids. You don't even have to see each other. Blah, blah, blah. But then Chris O'Donnell is like ruining it. And he's like, wait, you didn't tell her that we're supposed to have two kids? Yeah. And it was like, dude, you're almost you're almost sliding into home plate, man. Like, you're almost going to make it. And you're well, I, I guess she didn't, he didn't want her to back out after. That's true. Because then he would have been fucked and he had no one else to marry. And he's married to this crazy broad. Um, but what I love is that, so she's running away and they're talking about, the well, two old guys are chasing after because she doesn't want to have the two kids. She's like yeah. not into it. She's like, no. I, don't, I don't think I can do that. Right. No. Which that's fine. Understood. Hey, that's your choice. That's you don't your want to have kids? Don't yeah. have kids. That's, that's your choice. That's I respect fine. someone who understands that they don't want to have kids and they don't have kids and become shitty parents that raise shitty kids. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Recognize that you don't want to have kids and then don't. Yeah. That's terrific. Even if you want to have kids, I still advise against it. Yeah. Really. You're probably going to raise shitty kids. So By the way, don't James do it. has two kids, but they're not shitty kids. No, I'm just saying. I, I wasn't like we didn't sat. There was no plan for this. I'm saying if you're sitting there and having a plan and you go, I don't know if I want to have kids, then you don't want to have kids. Stop. Yeah, don't so do that's it. not that's not cool. And she's yeah. totally fine. But I guess um, they'd be rich kids, so it really doesn't matter. They'd have a fine life, even if their parents did suck. Well, because the old guy says you can ship them off to boarding school. Yeah. And then Artie Lang goes, you can have an epidural, bitch. Like I wasn't going to get an epidural in the first place. Yeah. What do you think's going on here? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be busting open my biscuits like, no, thank you. I'm going to have a fucking yeah. epidural. Thanks a lot. So anyway, yeah, this doesn't yeah. all this. So Artie Lang is fed up because he's like, listen, how many, how many people have you proposed to today? And how many yeses have you gotten? I'm going to, because I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to take this into whatever. I'm going to so, take this into my own hands. Yeah. I'm finding you a wife. Yeah. So Deal he puts it. out an ad in the paper. For the next morning, which I don't know how he does that because it was pretty late at night when. You know what? This movie. They have a lot of clouds. Up is down, black is white. There is no reality. So he puts out in a, 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 you know, I mean, how much money is he spending on that? The paper's not going to put that out for like nothing. No, yeah, we'll do you a favor. Yeah, we got you covered, big guy. Yeah. So he puts an ad out basically like, hey, if you want to get married to a millionaire, puts out the situation. Meet me at the church at six o five, at like six o'clock p.m. or whatever, and it turns out that there are a bunch of ladies hundreds. who are showing up. Hundreds, hundreds. Of the women. whole church is packed full of brides. Full white dresses. Full white dresses. Nobody I showed up. I was confused up. as to how everybody has those dresses. The, everyone had them. That's what I mean. Everybody Ridiculous. had a gown in their closet, in yeah. like a little whatever. Literally everybody had a gown. Everyone. Yeah. It was a sea of white wedding gowns. That's it. No yeah. one even had like a different kind, a different color. Yeah. 
It's a no. white wedding gown, sea of them. No, it was for the sea of them. But there was a whole bunch of different ones. There's, you know, there's goth girls, there's, you know, Latina girls, there's black girls, there's, because Niecy Nash is in this. Yeah. Um, the girl oh, from yeah, Rita 911. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's great. Um, like, there's, you know, like, bigger girls. There's, like, super, like, there's, like, one girl who went to Harvard or something like that, and she brings her college degree. Like, there's uh, yeah, literally it's everybody, ridiculous. right? Yeah. So she says, I have my degree from Harvard, brings that, and then she's, and then somebody's like, whoa. Is education a requirement? Yeah, then they're all angry. And then it angry. goes into the requirements, and now we're angry. So now Chris, Chris, Cruz O'Donnell is at the front of the church, and he's going over his criteria. Um, he says that it's the same as any man's, and they're like, what does that mean? Apparently, education is required. Religion is not required. Doesn't matter, yeah. Has to speak English because he's got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, that was said. pretty harsh. Yeah, he said because this Hispanic woman stands up and she's like, "Do you speak? You know, can they speak Spanish?" He's like, "Got to speak English." Yeah, I got to draw the line somewhere. Got to. I was like, "Wow." Um, so now the girl, this girl says, because uh, they're like, "Okay, what about looks?" And this one girl says, "Like, let's just get to it. What about the weight?" Yeah, they're all stereotypes too, just yeah. like his. Former, you know, girlfriends, these are all, this is another big guess who board. Yeah, so then they're all saying that, you know, they're like, why don't you just say what you really want? You want a a skinny blonde girl with big jugs. Yeah, and he's like, like, yeah, that is what every guy wants. He's like, I'm not going to say I don't like blondes. He was just like, I don't know. Yeah. He was just like, I don't know. I'll I'll know it if I see it. I I don't know who you like. But I didn't understand. How can anyone say exactly what they want? I didn't understand. Oh, I guess they are upset because they... Because he's basically rejecting them. And there was no, like, requirements in the paper. He yeah, say, so like, they just hey. got all the... Okay, because I was wondering why they were so mad. I'm and like, they're all cares? very... They're, and they portray women as, like, desperate children... Yeah. ...that are just standing there in their wedding dresses in their living rooms waiting to run out and get married to the first person that passes yeah. by. That's how they portray women in this movie, which is yeah. very insulting to you guys. So the girl who's educated, who brought her Harvard degree with her, literally says to him, like, they start... The, the, the mob turns on him. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, literally, like, they were, like, you know, all of a sudden they're ready to you know, go for blood. Oh, they, yeah, they were going to lynch him. She says, thank God I'm bisexual. Yeah. Because you're repulsed by Cruz O'Donnell. Like, yeah. oh, thank God so thank I have God. options. I have like, a backup plan. Yeah. Oh, you're the only man here? Like, I was like, no, yeah. like, that's not something to thank God for in this moment. No, what about Artie Lang? Not in this moment. Thank God another time. Yes. So, just thank God another time. <laughs> not it's now. fine. Not right now. <laughs> Anytime Right now. now, what we need is... You can say, like, oh, thank God I have standards. Um, oh, thank God I'm not marrying you because you suck. Like, those, that yeah. works. Yeah. Well, I think he didn't want to get killed. That's the other thing, too. Whatever. Everybody, yeah. So he tells, um, so somehow Renee Zellweg calls Artie Lang because Artie Lang has his cell phone. Yeah, has O'Donnell's cell he phone. He has O'Donnell's cell phone, and she's like, oh, how come Jimmy's not answering his phone? Okay, well, tell him I really want to have dinner with him tonight. Like, this girl is so flighty. She's trying to go to Athens, and then she goes to her you mom and dad's house, and then you can't like, please her. And then she's nothing like, can. "Oh, okay, I'm gonna come back now." Yeah, nothing can right? please this person ever. So she's on a train back, and uh, I guess Artie Lang tells all the brides, "Like, okay, fuck off. This man doesn't have any money. Um, the whole thing was, you know, a ruse, whatever, blah yeah, blah blah." And so that's them. another reason why they're mad at him too. Yeah, they end up it's chasing him through it, the yeah. streets like a monkey's video. So he, Artie Lang, tells Cruz O'Donnell, "Hey, Zellweg's coming. I got her to meet you. Mm. Whatever, blah blah blah." And he's like, "Okay, cool." 
I have this is my shot. I'm gonna Yeah, okay. We I'm gonna propose on. again. Senile and priest probably in tow. get rejected again because I keep putting my foot in my mouth. You win. And like I said. Yeah. Hundred million dollars, you motherfucker. Dollars. Yes or no? That's 100 it. Hundred million dollars. That's it, yeah. I know you. You would have married Cruz O'Donnell for a hundred million dollars. I don't care. Yeah, what do I care? What do yeah. I give a shit? It's ten they years. They don't talk about that you have to have sex with them. No, it's ten years. Yeah. That's that's not that bad. No. That's not that bad. Well, I don't know. I couldn't have a child with him. That would be tough for us <laughs> to have a genetic child, so that rule wouldn't be able to cut Oh, it. yeah. But otherwise, I forgot. I feel like, you know, Chris O'Donnell and I could have a nice life together. I don't know. <laughs> Mark Twain set, offered up his daughter, his, his 15-year-old, 15-year-old daughter. daughter. Yeah, he's like Which, 74. Which, that would be sweet. But yeah, the kid comes out. She's like a, a 15-year-old, like, redhead kid with braces and a wedding dress, like, all sad looking. You know, but like, it's like oh, a huge is... wedding dress. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like she's really young. Yeah, they tried to make it look like she was but 10. But that, that would be a sweet deal. Yeah, I'm I not, agree. I'm not talking, okay. For the record, I'm yes. not encouraging that no. we do this, but if you know Curacao. the guy, yeah, and you yeah. know Chris O'Donnell's not gonna okay, think he's about not it. creepy. You you're like, yeah. hey, I'm technically like his boss. Yeah, they don't have to do anything. That, well, it takes they have five years to have kids, so they can wait till she's 18, have two kids. She's got two kids. She's divorced with 50 million bucks in her pocket by 25. That's a sweet deal. I'm sorry. That's tremendous. Yes, you have to get married when you're 15, and you you know you got to squeeze out some pups when you're 18. When you're 18, but you're gonna have 50 million dollars at 25. Rest of your life in front of you. But I mean, like this guy's got control over it. He can be like, "Don't get weird with my daughter." Yeah. Don't get strange. No. No. You know. You guys can live in the same house and like whatever and like whatever. But I'm not encouraging this. But it's not a bad deal to set your set your 15 year old up with. No, it's not a bad deal. It sounds really awful that we're encouraging. It sounds this. terrible to say it, but if in the, in the way we're saying it, he knows the guy very well, and they're all. Otherwise, he wouldn't have offered creepy. up his daughter. Exactly, he wasn't saying. Yeah, he wasn't. It's still really weird. It's though. It's still creepy as shit to say it, but. But I mean, I hope that my parents would offer me up too. I would, yeah, I would hope so. Also, as a, if I was a teenage girl, I would like to be offered up for a fifty million dollar bounty. Yeah. I, I'm into it. Sweet, get me out my the prime. Get me out in my prime. Let yeah. me go on the prowl. I got fifty million dollars. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So now all the brides are running. They all conveniently have white sneakers on. Yeah, they're all. They all brought sneakers with them. Okay. Here's my fun fact oh, for you. Oh boy, here we go. This is this is fucking amazing. <laughs> okay. The fun fact. Oh boy. Several of the brides chasing the bachelor at the end of this movie. It's are, more than several, by the way. Yeah. Are male extras in drag oh. and not even good drag? No, there's one guy with a full-on mustache, there's and a... he has like a like a wig okay. on. This is in the subway section when they're running like through the subway. Oh my god! He gets they get come like downstairs. There's a bunch of brides running, and if you pause it when the brides are running like at the camera in the subway, pause it in any frame. There's at least four men, yeah. and they're not like in. They're just dudes with wedding dresses on. <laughs> just dudes with wedding dresses. <laughs> Really bad wig on you, this big thick mustache. They cut to, I'll post the picture. It's... They cut to these brides running down the steps of the subway, like running into the area and in that frame. And you don't even have to put it in slow motion. If you're waiting for it, you will see the mustache in regular speed. Because I saw it in real time and I was like, Did that was that a fucking mustache? And we rewound it, and it's just a dude with a big old push broom Wilford Brimley stash and a and a bad bob wig in a wedding oh dress my running. God. It's it's like somebody's That's uncle. Exactly what it is. 
It's like somebody's Uncle Frank with a mustache, you know, in a wedding dress. It's the scariest thing. Guys, that's exactly what it is. I'll post the picture on social media. It is fucking hilarious. It's a, I want to know so bad if they were just like, no, Rick, it's fine. It, yeah, I know you have shoulders. It's it's, it's okay. Fine, dude. And yeah. yeah, all right, whatever. Just get in the dress. It's fine. Put the wig on. I, and they're, they're totally going to know I'm a man. They're no, never going to no, see it. They're never, never going to see it. I really feel like this Put was like... Put the dress on and run real fast. Just be, run you're by. You're so fast. You'll be like, that's a mustache. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's like a crude joke. Like, they were like, yeah, send the one with the mustache in there. Like, if anyone notices, it's a, it's a laugh. But otherwise, we'll always know it's there. But it's a quick thing. But I saw it. I noticed it just. And I, this is a, we watched it twice, for Christ's sake. Oh, I think we rebounded it, like, it. four times because it's oh, so no, no, funny. Oh, no, no. I mean, this is only the second time I'd seen the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, like, I yeah. saw it 400 times before I noticed it. I was just like, hey, there's a guy in a mustache. Rewind that. <laughs> and we saw it. It wasn't hard to find. And then we rewatched it yeah. and rewatched it. If you have HBO Go, go on there. It's on here. And, and go pause. to it and find the the scene where all the brides are chasing. I didn't go to the take subway. down what time it was when that was happening. I don't remember either, but it's in the subway scene. Just it's, scroll yeah. through till you see herds it's of like brides chasing. It's like at the end, yeah, them. the herds of brides chasing. All right, so while Zellweg's on the train, I guess she saw the newspaper article about, hey, come yeah. to the church and let's get married. Come marry She's Robin. upset, which I don't know why. She should be upset with herself and not upset with... Yeah. Cruz O'Donnell, because it's not like he hasn't been trying to give her a chance. He's been begging her to get, literally begging her with everything he has to get fucking married. He's like, look, let's get a hundred million dollars. I'll take you to the Starlight Room. I got you this. My grandmother's dead ring. They pulled it off her. I'll buy you the Starlight Room. You can have the Starlight Room. Yeah, ridiculous. So yeah, I just her own fault. It's it's her own fault exactly. So she's upset. Chris Pine, uh, Chris Pine. I keep wanting to call him Chris Pine. Cruz O'Donnell. Cruz O'Donnell goes on the train, finds Zellweg, sees she's upset, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, are you okay? What's your problem?" Yeah. Like, well, nicer. I just, I don't have, I don't have that in me. He was much nicer. Though. This is when they he gave her the big speech. He gave her a big speech, and I guess it was a good proposal because she's like, "No, that's a good proposal." I'm like. The best thing about this speech that I can remember is we're watching this movie and it was very hot yesterday yeah. in Phoenix, about 95 degrees, and the air conditioning came on in our house and we have like our, our air conditioning is like loud when it comes it's on. Loud. You have to turn the volume up like 10 notches on the, yeah. on the deal and I didn't hear a fucking word he said because the air conditioning was on. Uh. I was just watching his him mouth shit and I could I think she was crying but I can't tell because you can she never She was sniffling. I think she was only sniffling because she was upset. You can never tell when Renee Zellweger's crying because she always looks like that. So who knows? But they yeah, see, when she laughs or when she yeah. At the end they kissed and that was that. I figured that that meant that everything was fine at that point. That yeah so she, she said now that's a good proposal which I was like I'm not really sure that that was. Yeah, In my mind he just said hey asshole 100 million and she said okay and they kissed. million dollars that's my dream i don't know why that wasn't the, just the beginning proposal that should be yeah i'm going to inherit a hundred million dollars okay th- what do i have to do i keep thinking about the guy in the mustache it's been the mustache you know I've looked at that. conservatively I've, I've looked at that picture like I, times. I like this you know he sent it to me i like this movie now i'm, so, I'm not even mad at it anymore that that made know, the whole thing really it's so terrible rating. it's it's so yeah so uh, now we've got, um, you know, Zellweg gets her dress on in the bathroom at the bus station, which that's, you know, that's how oh, you want to yeah. do it. That's how you want to spend your special day. Big time. Yeah, big time in the, in the train station bathroom. That's how you can, you can tell your grandkids about that one. Yeah, that's meanwhile, we've magical. got all the brides, you know, coming in on the police car. 
the, where the priest is, and you know, uh, Cruz O'Donnell, who's you know scaling up walls like fucking yeah, Spider Man to get go, away from them. He goes up a fire escape to try to find Zellweger. They're coming after him. him on the fire escape, and they let and somehow Ed Asner and Mark Twain get Zellweger through this crowd of brides, which would who would rip her limb from limb. Yep. They somehow get her, like they come through like they're security guys. Yeah, because Niecy Nash, the girl from Reno nine one one, she was like, "Somebody's getting married, and it's gonna be me." That's like, what I mean. You know, should, like she's gonna. This is a dangerous situation. She's They'd gonna tear fuck her, some shit up tonight. Zellweger would have been torn limb from limb. I yeah. swear to God. Yeah. Yeah. So she's wearing a not very flattering dress, they but that's okay. That's what her dreams are. Yeah. Zellweger. No, that dress, it's not what I would wear. It's I wouldn't want dream. to make something that would make my boobs look flattened, but that's okay. Yeah, it was like the dress came up to like the middle of her boobs and just flattened them so it looked like her boobs came in two pieces. It was a yeah, very Yeah, she had the quad dress. boob going. It was yeah. not great. I don't know anything about bras it's or anything fine. like that, but I just, it didn't seem it's flattering. It's fine. It seemed like that was the style back then. That's what she wanted to wear. That's her dream. She should yeah. wear it. Who gives a shit? She's getting married on a fire escape. Yeah, that's so a good point. the priest really. is doing the you know. Do what you are we take, proud of? <laughs> yeah, do you take this man? You know, blah blah blah. I do. I don't know how he can hear them. She said, "Yeah." Well, she There's said, all these screaming women, and he has to use the overhead. Like, he the, said the, he couldn't hear her, and yeah. then her friend came in and told them all to shut up. And her sister said that she's like, "Everybody, shut up!" And it like Three, echoed. Three hundred women went dead silent. You can hear a pin drop. Yeah, no, fuck no. If anybody told me to shut up, I tell them to shut up. And to say, yeah, you can't tell three hundred women what to do. You can't Jesus tell Christ. me what to do. That's what I mean. Now have more of you. Yeah. And then on top of that, none of these women want this wedding to take place. No. So none of them are going to. It's. I want a hundred million dollars. Fuck Zellweger. Yeah. I want it. Yes, I realize you do. No. No. <laughs> anyway, because I'm not being married to that drip. Yeah. Um. All right. So they Robin. get. Huh. He was Robin. Come on. Always a bridesmaid. Yeah. Um. So then they get married, sort of. But here's the thing, is that they were married by a priest. They didn't sign anything. They didn't sign their marriage license yet. So technically, they're not really yeah, married. Yeah, that's in movies. They never show that. They're, they're not never legally go- married. But he, they, she just agreed to it on the train. They wouldn't have Yeah, but it's a big, go. giant, romantic crescendo of, yes, I'll get married. Yes, we'll go through the brides. They can't go, hold on, wait, we just got to get a couple pieces of paperwork. Uh, will gave, you two be witnesses? Okay. She gave uh, a really drunk speech when she got up there. She's yeah. like, you guys are also beautiful. I don't know. This is my day. Why did she give the speech anyway? I don't know what, yeah. what, what her obligation was, was like to give a... She was like drunk Ava Perone. Yeah, yeah, she totally It won't be easy. What was her obligation to give a speech? Because she was getting... These are all strangers. You don't know any of these people. Yeah, she's like, like, don't cry for me, Bride Tina. Bride Tina's. Tina's. (laughs) This is my brother, my husband. (laughs) I love him. No, she was just like, she was like, so can this be my day? And everyone's like, aw. I'm like, no one's screaming, fuck you, and throwing their Reeboks at her? Fuck you, bitch, yeah. Throw your air pumps at him. Totally. That's a, <laughs> Let's nail her right in the curly hair. Let's do it. I'm very surprised that wasn't the case. But yeah, they're just all like, oh, how beautiful. And it was like, what? Yeah, no, no. No, bullshit. no one's happy for you. I'm calling bullshit on I this guess whole in San thing. San Francisco, maybe they're more accepting. Because I'm I from suppose. Chicago and you're from New York. 
Yeah, either way. That bitch would not have made it up that flight of stairs. I don't think she would. Women are women anywhere. Women who want to get married are more dangerous than anything out there. It's, yeah, there's, well, yeah. A, there's nothing. There's, I'd rather be in a lion cage than with 300 yeah. women who want to get married, like, right fucking now, like I have a dress on. That's yeah. scary. Yeah, that's, there's some, that's terrifying. There's some, yeah, there's some shit behind the psychology there that I don't want to talk about. Yeah, and also there's nothing quite as, as uh, fast as an angry woman texting. No, you've got a good point there. There's nothing quite as fast. No, they can text you up a storm. Luckily, no texting back in this movie day. So Yeah. Yeah, Zellweg would have... Been texting up a storm. Yeah, she would have been... Smoke coming off her fingers. Blowing up his phone. All right, so they're sort of married. They're halfway married because they didn't actually sign any paperwork. Yeah, in the movie, they're married, though. Yeah. We, we can't no, bring... No, I'm not going to accept that. We can't bring reality into the movie but because none of the must. movies have... Well, there none must. of the movies reality. So what are you going to do? The whole thing is but bullshit. But they're not actually married. They're not actually... Dot your eyes, writers. Are you kidding me? They made no. a, They didn't They didn't even cover the thing of what if the grandfather know, died... Some old man that they found on the street. What if they, they didn't cover the thing of what if the grandfather died after his 30th birthday? They didn't cover the thing of how are they going to monitor whether they sleep in the same house 29 days a month. They didn't cover any of this shit. Why would yeah, they start right. now? No, Why right. would they start in the last two minutes of the movie? You're right. Piss I'm portion. still not going to calm down about it. I, well, don't I don't like this at all. You don't have to. I don't, I don't like it either. To. I don't care for it either. I'm on your side here. Believe me. My favorite part of the movie is that Artie Lang sees his wife there and he's giving her cake. Oh, yeah, she's one of the brides. He gives her a slice of cake, and he, he looks at her, and he goes, Rita, and she kind of smiles at him, and he goes, yeah! He goes, ah, <laughs> yeah, like, like, whatever. He's like, good for you for trying to get $100 million for us. Like, yeah, good for you. Know, you. So yeah. I just thought it was great. That was my favorite part of the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, already Lang trying. Um, Zellweg's and uh, Cruz O'Donnell are married. I don't know that I'm excited about it. They didn't seem like they were right for each other. I don't know either. I'm more excited that they get the $100 million than that they got married. No, I want the $100 million. Yeah, but we're not involved in this. It's, I don't have a rich grandfather. so I, I no, wanted, no, I just want their $100 million. I want them to be miserable and I want their money. Understandable, yes. I just wanted the money to happen. I didn't really care about the wedding side of this plot. Like as a, I wanted least, her to get it at you the know beginning, what? man. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll save this for the Heigl meter. I was going to say give it a compliment, but I'll save it for the Heigl meter. Oh, okay. I, okay, so I guess we go to the Heigl meter. The Heigl meter it up. All right, so the Heigl meter is our rating system for the movies. We rate each movie on a scale of zero Heigls to five Heigls. Five Heigls being the most punishing. The most horrible imaginable. Most horrible, just awful, like, oh my God, I didn't think that I was going to be able to make it through this movie. Absolutely. Right. I give it one and a half Heigls. Just, it was so bad, it was entertaining. Yes. That it was like that you're just sitting there screaming. It's just a it's just a good time because you're like it's a hundred million dollars. Like how would you fuck this up? Yeah. Artie Lang saved it a couple of times, and that mustache bride it just brought me so much joy. Yeah, no, so I agree. So that that really saves it. I get okay. That's fine. I'm gonna start. I started out at four Heigels. Okay, I started out at four. There's a math equation here. I start out with four Heigels on this okay. movie because based on its quality, it deserves four Heigels. It's a we're just a reeking yeah. pile of shit. But then I started subtracting, okay? I subtracted half a star, you know, in the right direction toward the good side. I subtracted half a star for Artie Lang because I like Artie Lang. Artie Lang's And shit. I feel like he just tried his ass off and he, there was no way for him to win. Yeah. So half a star for that. Half a star, half a high I take off 
for the fact that in the one of the first times in any of these movies we've covered, I know what I'm supposed to be rooting for halfway through the movie. Yeah, that's a good point. There's actually a plot mm-hmm. that makes sense where you're like... It the doesn't. Ri- no, but I'm saying there's a plot to where you know for a fact what the writers are trying to get you to want. All of these movies, I'm like, what am I supposed to be rooting? Every movie, every week I sit here and scream, what the fuck do they want me to want? Am I supposed to want these two to get together? Am I supposed to want this to happen? I don't get it. This, yeah. they clearly want you to want him to get together with Renee Zellweger and get $100 million. That's what they yeah. want from you. So they at least gave me that. That's at least that's proper whatever. So that's a half. A, and then a whole Heigl I'm taking off for the guy in the mustache <laughs> because that was genuinely the hardest I've laughed <laughs> in at least a month. I have you not guys, laughed. So- I literally haven't laughed that hard in a month. I was doubled over. Framed. Fucking hilarious. I give it two Heigels then for that for that reason. Those reasons, like I said. I want it framed. I want to meet that man. I want to ask him for his autograph. He is my favorite actor in any movie. Yeah. In the world. Academy Award for him. Yeah. He. I don't know how they missed him. Sad. All right, so the only way this movie could have been worse, of course, is if Katherine Heigl had been in it. Yes. Luckily for us. Yeah, we got Squinty Zells instead. Squinty Zells and Cruz O'Donnell. My goodness. All right, so that was. uh, Oh my God, this is two two years after Jerry Maguire, and he's in a movie with Renee Zellweger. (gasps) Chris O'Donnell thought, this is my crew Tom Cruise break. This is my Jerry fucking Maguire. I'm going to come out. I'm going to have a big scene. I told you. Holy shit, you're right. Wow. Excellent job. Oh, yeah, because I remember when she was on the train and he did like the whole speech or whatever. Yeah. He said that Renee Zellweggs is going to say, you had me at hello. Yes, this is it. He said, this is my Jerry fucking Maguire. I got it. It's right here. Exactly. This is Cruz O'Donnell's Maguire. Okay. I'm I'm happy to wrap this up. That's it. That was fucking The Bachelor. That's it, guys. Wow. That's it. Wraps up perfectly. Please go ahead and rate and review on iTunes. You know you had a good time listening to this. We suffered through this movie, so get on iTunes. We suffered through it twice. Twice. Please give us five stars. Tell us you enjoy what we're doing here. Whatever the hell you want to say. We don't care. Do you care? Tell us that you got Heigl. I don't give Tell a us shit. we Heigled you good. Whatever. Just give us the five stars. It would be excellent. It really, really helps the podcast out to yeah, do that. Yeah, it really so helps please, us out. Please do that. And you guys can follow us on social media at you got Heigled, Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. Oh, that was very nice and rhythmic. Well, yeah, when you're spelling, you're supposed yeah, to spell it out in good. brief it so helps. people can keep up with it. Yeah, and that is at on, what are we on, everything? Twitter, Facebook. Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. Twitter, Facebook. Twitter, Facebook. Get on there. Follow us around. Yeah. Whatever. And then if you want to follow me, I'm at meh4, M-E-H-H-H-H-4. That's four H's and the number four. And I am at Jimmy P is funny. If you want to do that, please follow me on there. Or you can be adventurous and try to spell my last name. It's in the show description. It's not that hard. Go for it. I should get an easier Twitter handle. Yeah, maybe, but whatever. It's you. All right. See you next week. <laughs> See you. Thanks a lot, everybody. Bye. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 